0: Thank you. Ministry. In conjunction with give experience revival level, introduce to you God's word, His simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, particular Followpring. God bless you as you listen.
1: Our Father, we cry to you that our eyes of understanding be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of this calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us world who believe oh lord cause my eyes to open let my eye not be holding today again that everything i've lost be restored fully lord open my eye to see wondrous things that are written in your world it's not by might it's not by power it's only by your spirit lord please don't pass me by don't pass me by don't pass me by holy spirit be our teacher help us today in jesus most precious name we pray he said at their eyes of understanding be enlightened that they may know what is the hope of the calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in christ is and so on and so forth i wish that god will help us in this meeting and get us to that point of rest that every struggle in our life will cease that is all i've been praying for as god encounter me concerning this meeting i have been praying for my own self too i said lord i need this level of restoration i need a visitation again but the peace that has eluded the world that we, the children of God, can have it back. I've always heard Jesus speak several times. Jesus will say, My peace I have given to you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor ye be afraid. But I discover that opposite is the word of Christ, even in the body of Christ. That the same turmoil and the troubles and unrest that is in the world is also in the church even if we pretend that it's not in the church the truth remains that it is there now we we'll say restoration God's kingdom way to restoration and first we say what is restoration what can we call restoration when can we say there is a restoration first we discover that you can't talk about restoration if nothing it's not lost. Something must be lost before we talk about restoring something that was lost. Now, the first thing God began to deal with is the thing that was lost. Hallelujah. As we first look at the world restoration from the dictionary meaning, from the understanding that God will give to us, we'll be able to discover that actually, you can't talk about restoration If there's nothing that was lost. You talk about restoration when something was lost. Somebody who did not lose anything does not think about restoration. And that's why many of us live as if we have lost nothing. Many of us are living as if we lost nothing. And heaven keep watching us and crying over our head and say, Why are they living as if they have lost nothing? why do they live in pretense why do they want their pains to remain forever why are they passing through all these troubles and yet they have never sat down to ask yourself question what is that that is missing in my life what is missing what is that that is missing that would be the greatest question that we must ask ourselves today If we don't start this meeting with asking yourself, what is that that is missing? Is this God's plan for my life? Is this all that God has packaged for his people? Then we might still miss it, even after this meeting. I will say amen. I will say first from the dictionary meaning of restoration, so that we can understand. It says restoration means the work of repairing and cleaning An old building, a painting, etc. So that its condition is as good as it originally was. So that the condition will become as good as it originally was. That means, ever before they think about restoring this house the way it was, there was a picture that they had in their mind. This is the way this house has been. But today, it has depreciated. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? Today, it has depreciated, and for that reason, it needs to be restored. It needs to be restored. It needs to be restored. Now, if you cannot find out the way you were at creation, you will not have any need for restoration. If God cannot reveal to us how he created us, its purpose and plans for our lives you can still be living your life the way you're living that thing that is working well without knowing that nothing is working at all i don't know whether somebody's understanding what i'm saying number two is a restoration the act of bringing back a system a law etc that existed previously the act of bringing back what a system a law that existed previously so when you talk about to restore a law and a system it means that there has been a law and a system that has been existing but it's no more existing now again that law and system have been bastardized or it's no more in existence anymore that is when you can think about saying let us restore back something number three restoration He said, the act of returning something to its correct place, condition, or owner. The act of returning something to its rightful place, or the condition that it used to be, or to the owner. Now, we look at these three, we use it to start our discussion. But listen to me very, very attentively, it will help your life. Do you know why I don't have rest yet? i keep searching and keep searching because i have read the scripture in the course of my reading the scripture i discover certain things about man and i discover i am also that man and that was what stirred up the quest for me to search more what about me why is it that my life is not the way i am seeing god painted in the pages of the scripture i asked myself question if he is god and he created me according to his word genesis chapter one and the bible said he also created all things genesis chapter one from one in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth that's two and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters Verse 3 And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And he kept saying those things, and everything he said was springing up. That means God is the owner of the whole universe. 26, verse 26. We have settled that one. Do you agree with me that God is the owner of heaven and earth and everything that is in? He said, The earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. So if there is anything that is here on earth, he is the owner. If there's anything you have seen here on earth, who is the owner? God is the owner. 26 of that scripture. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the flowers of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth now. Look at this. He said, let them have dominion over all the world, earth he said let them have dominion let's make man listen we are trying to discover something follow me very attentively what we we'll learn today will stay up something in you and where we are going to arrive is for you to discover what you lost that has made us to be chasing things as if god wanted to be like that if we can lay hands on what we lost let me tell you the truth the next thing that will happen is that everything returns back to normal listen if we can lay hands on what we lost everything comes back to normal listen god said to me that is restoration restoration is not that car have accident and they bought a new one it's not restoration it's not and he said let them have dominion over the earth and over every creeping thing. That creepeth upon the earth. Verses 27. So God created man in his own image. Image of God created him. Male and female created him them, And God blessed them. And God said unto them. Be fruitful and multiply. And replenish the earth. And subdue it and have dominion. Over the fish of the sea. Over the flowers of the air, And over every living thing. That moveth upon the earth. At this stage, can I ask you one question? Do you discover that this is becoming opposite today? I don't know whether somebody's understands that. This is it becoming opposite or not? What do we pray more in the church to be fruitful? What again do we pray in the church? To have dominion. To be in charge. But he said already, I have finished that. I have settled that. And he said, instead my word will not come to pass, seven and eight will pass away. It's not a thing to pray for. Adam did not pray to have dominion. Adam didn't need to pray to have dominion. Please, I beg you today, listen, listen well. Adam never need to pray for dominion. He don't need to pray to be fruitful. Adam does not need to fast to be fruitful. It's a pronouncement by God. His word carries power. When he says it, it comes to pass the way he said it. He never said, Adam, thou shalt fast 21 days for you to have dominion. Like they have made us to know today. We have to fast, we have to struggle, we have to do so many things. For the things that God has already said, that it should be in existence. And we saw that when he said that, verse 29, And God said, Behold, I have given you every bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me Petty. and to every piece of the earth and to every flower of the earth and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life I have given every green herb for meat and it was what? and it was what? so what made it to change? please I want to beg us let's be calm. we are going to get something in fact since God said that to me I kept studying more, and God started saying certain things to me. Listen, for once, if you catch what God will say today, and settle for it, what he will say will not be bogus. What he will say will not be too big. He will still say it very simple. But the issue is that, can you catch it? Can you catch it? 30, verse 30 of that scripture, and to every beast of the earth, and to every flower of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every greenhouse for meat, And it was so, 31. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good, and the evening and the morning were the sixth day. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. The sixth day. May I say to us, don't refer to Adam. Just refer to yourself today. We want to discover ourselves, not Adam. We're discovering ourselves now. Now today, even when we talk about redemption, I'm asking somebody, if you're in this meeting with me, bear witness. Even while we talk about redemption, we we'll still see that there's no restoration. I'm talking to somebody. Even while we talk about redemption, even while we preach redemption. Even while we shout that Jesus has risen. But yet, men are still in pains. Yet, people are still looking for the fruit of the womb. Yet, people are still struggling for the fruit in their business. Yet, people are still struggling in every area. Have you ever sat down and day to ask yourself a question? Why is it like this? Is God a liar? Has God changed? they said to all that jesus redeemed us and through the redemption of christ there's a restoration why is it that we are still like this why the 21 days fast after that is still the same why all the midnights after that we are still talking about witches and wizards the first man he created there's no witch there the bible never told others a witch tormenting him he had dominion complete dominion over everything that god created Over the whole earth. Over the whole earth. that the dominion God gave to man. So I sat down. I said, Lord, what is happening here? I don't want to be religious. I want to know what is still missing. Why is it that after the shedding blood of Christ on the cross of Calvary? Why is it that Jesus said it is finished? Why is it that the curtain has been torn? That we can still assess you again. We can call you father. You can call us children. Why is it there is no restoration? We still struggle with our health. We still struggle financially. We struggle for what we eat. We struggle almost for everything. Almost for everything. Even in the body of Christ. I said, Lord, what is the problem? And God began to say to me. That is what we are sharing today. God said to me. Let me show you what is missing. God said, I will show you what is missing. I will show you what is missing. And whenever any man catch what is missing, there is no devil that can stop restoration in that life. The man returns back to start living a life in the Eden again. He returns back to live a life in the Eden again. That life is still possible. God showed me that that life is still possible. Today, many children of God have forgotten that that life is still possible. They believe that we must struggle all through. We must struggle all through. And that's why we are here. Please, if you can write, write very quick because I'll be a bit fast. Hallelujah. The destruction of the world will be as a result of man's resistance through disobedience towards God to stop his act of restoration. Every word I said here is as the Holy Ghost was saying it, I was writing it. God wants to restore. But man kept resisting him through his art of disobedience. God wants to restore. His greatest desire is to restore man. That was why he sent Christ. His greatest desire is to see man being fully restored. God's greatest desire is to see his man being fully restored to a place of dominion. But look at the years. 2,000 years after the death of Christ, man Have not yet seen the full restoration why because man kept consistently resisting God man kept resisting God resisting God through his disobedience towards God's acts of restoration number two looking at the time of man's fall that's Adam to the time of God's temporal measure for the restoration of man back to himself The time of eternal and permanent way of God's restoration, that Jesus that came to die for us today. You can look at it very closely and agree with me that the world is coming to an end. Because men are sponsored by the devil to be resisting God continually. They are sponsored by the devil to keep resisting God continually for him not to be able to bring his. Act of restoration. His act of restoration. And God said to me, that's the reason why the world will be flushed out. That's the reason why the world will pack. Because if they keep resisting me that way, they keep submitting and yielding to the devil. It's using them to resist my act of restoration. Of what use are they to me? Of what use are they to me? And God could tell me, he said, look at the time that Adam failed. I brought a remedial way by killing an animal. I brought a skin to cover their nakedness. And I saw that that one cannot last. I have to send my son Jesus to make it permanent. And Jesus came and suffered. He was hung on the tree, beaten by thieves, arm robbers, sinners of every kind. He endured it to see that man will be restored back again to God. And to return him back again, even to his dominion. But up to this day, the same people that Jesus came to save were the people that killed him. The devil sponsored them. And up to today, he's still sponsoring men to stop the art of God's restoration. Through disobedience to God and to his words. And God said, look at the time. Can you imagine what God was discussing with me? He said, look at the time of Adam. Look at the time that I brought the remedy. Look at the time of Christ. And look at today. Can't you see my son? The world is coming to an end. It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. My prayer is that we'll get it right. Ephesians 2 verse 2 wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedient the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedient when is he working now the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedient that's why we hear homosexuality lesbianism that's why we hear all manner today these men are being sponsored by the devil for what reason to hinder the work of restoration they said, No, he will not restore them back. And the people did not understand. And they were yielding in to the devil. They never knew it was against themselves. Making God to now conclude and say, These ones, they are not worthy to live again. Let's pack them out. They are not worthy to live again. Let's pack them out. But God will show us mercy. Are we saying amen? We will not be among the children of disobedience. Even now, in the name of Jesus. We will not be among those who resist Him anymore. But God will help us to be restored so that we can tell others that restoration is possible with Christ. I will say amen. Again, the resistance of man against God to repair, cleanse, rebuild, bring back a lost system, and the law previously existed, returning man to his correct place, condition, and to the owner, that is God, which is called restoration in one word is the destruction of man hallelujah god is opening our eyes so that we we'll see it again all religions the fashion of men entertainments jobs beauty man's continual quest for power to adue others and be in charge of a territory he calls his own etc which are the creation of another system and laws are all as a result of man in search of restoration for the lost satisfaction from the beginning. You see, all of these things you're seeing, the fashion you see, every day they are changing it, every second they are changing it. The quest for power, he felt that that way he can be restored. There is something in man that yearns. The way I am is not the way I'm supposed to be i need to be like this but the way for him to become that he don't know so what do they do they have to try to get power to do what to suppress others in order to secure a territory that they can call their own now when man look at it the system has been changed the law has been changed so the whole place is boring they brought entertainment as if that entertainment can give them the restoration and cause them to be satisfied. That is why if the life puts slimmer, buy Go TV. Buy whatever you buy, you still get bored. You'll watch it and watch it and get bored. You'll watch it and watch it and get tired. They'll bring fashion. You'll wear fashion and wear fashion. One day, you say, I don't need it again. In fact, if you see somebody wearing fashion, one day, you wake up in the morning, you just wear necker. And they walking around. He said, oh I am tired of it. You see those who are painting themselves for beauty. They can't move out until they paint. One day he wake up in the morning. He just carries his face. and move. They say, What happened? He didn't do makeup today. He said, no, I'm tired. Because God said, All of this is man struggling for what? For restoration of what he lost. Of what he lost. So they are trying to bring a system. That is not the original system that God created in the Garden of Eden. They are trying to bring under kind of law that is not the law of God, thinking that that can bring back the restoration. No, it can never bring back the restoration because they have not settled down to know what they lost. So they thought that that's what they lost. There's one woman they showed me. If you see the cutter that is on her face. But when she finished using that in the coffee and fill it, you wouldn't know there's any gutter on her face at all. all. It was after the whole thing. They asked her to wash the whole thing. She washed the thing and come out. So for her, that is restoration. She felt so restored. She felt so heavy and nice. At least this thing has closed, so she can now be walking boldly. That is false boldness. God said that's false boldness. So you see, entertainment. They can dance. Everybody say, they can go and listen to them. They are laughing. They say, at least let's laugh a while sorrow. The sorrow is still waiting for them on the road. It's waiting for them on the road. It's telling them it's not the way for the restoration of what you've lost. He can finish just now and get back to his house. The sorrow will multiply. The laugh that he just finished laughing three hours ago will just vanish. And you see, fight will follow. I don't know whether somebody is understanding what I'm saying here. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying here? Are we saying amen? Look at Genesis. The Genesis we just finished reading now. We see God, how He stated it very clear. Where He brought man, it was Him that arranged it. The law that is in the Garden of Eden was there. The law was there. God stated very clear: this is the law. You see this tree, don't eat it. This one you can eat, but this one don't eat it. Any day you eat of these tree, you shall do what? shall die. There was a system in Eden that sustained them and sustained everything that God gave to them that no force can be able to walk in there and collect it from them. By the time man failed, there was a change of system. There was a change of law. So every man can do his own thing the way he liked it. Isaiah. They return back again to start doing their thing the way they like it. Isaiah 2-3 verses so the system they operate now can never permit them to be restored there is no way god said the system they operate now forever and ever can never restore man it's not the way it's not the way there is god's kingdom way for the restoration of man and god's kingdom way for the restoration of man is for man to know what he lost what we are pursuing is not what we lost what we are pursuing today is not what we lost. The fashion, the entertainment, all of these things we are pursuing is not what we lost. The new system we have brought, the new laws we have adapted. God said, if you continue like that, you will see it. Not you can never see it. If you lie, shout. If you lie, speak in tongues. It's potopoto is finished now. No problem. When this system is there. One, the law is there, Forget it. Are we there? He said, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid upon him. Now we turn to our own way before the coming of Christ, is it not? But do you know today we still insist Lord will be serving you, but yet we'll turn our own way. It has to be our way. Our system, we like it. Our laws is good for us. He said, No, it doesn't work like that. Are we saying amen? Please, are you following me? I show you something again. Man in himself always feels the vacuum and emptiness, even in the midst of all religious groups, activities, all the fashion, entertainments, powers, and conquered territories, etc., which all has a single nature of wearing off with time and to weary man of all class with no real satisfaction as they live in fear continually. As they live their life in fear continually. So even when they make the money, even when they have built good houses, even when they have got a good job, they are still under torment. There is a vacuum created in their heart. There is still emptiness in them. They still live in fears. And the Bible says fear has a torment. Nothing torments people here on earth more than fear. Go and check all these politicians. Why are they carrying police up under? Even including our pastors. Why are they carrying police up under? There is a vacuum in their heart. There is fear that is establishing them. There is fear in them. There is emptiness inside them. Something is telling them, Ah, be careful. They still need restoration. They still need restoration. They have not got it. The first man never feared. God gave him everything. God asked him to name all the animals. God asked him name both lion, both snake, both python. He said, name all of them. There's no single fear in him. No sense of fear at all. He was in perfect charge of everything that God created. He gave them instruction. They obey him. He tells them what to do. They do it. The gold and silver that was buried there, they belonged to him. He was in perfect charge. There was something that made it to be like that. That we need to know. There was something that made it to be like that. And that was what he lost. That was what the devil collected. But unfortunately, we thought that his car and we are busy chasing the car we're taught at a certificate, and we're busy chasing certificates. That is why if we come to church, because they are lost, there is still emptiness in them. There is emptiness in them. If these men have worked with God, and God taught them what we lost, and they give it to us early enough, and we hold it, and hold it well, you would have seen by now, the world would have feared the church. There won't be any fight between we and them. They would have returned and the sign between them that serve God and them that serve Him not. Today we see ourselves in competition because we don't know what we lost. We don't know what we lost. I will say amen. But God will help us to recover it today. I say, God will help us to recover it today. So the nature of these things, it said, they wears off with time. If you like, buy a new car now, wait a little time, it will wear off. I was born at a boy's when we are growing up as a woman, then, you know that old vovo. Right? They used to call the woman, Madame Vovo. If they dash you that Volvo now, will you take it? No, if they dash you, they say, take the vovo dash. What will you say? You are looking for where to pack your rickety cap. I was playing for just United. Then it was flat boot Mercedes. Everybody is shouting, flat boot, flat boot, flat boot. If they give it to you and say, take 10,000 on top of it. What will you say? You are looking for where to pack this rickety the nature of these things, they must wear out. If you like, do auto spray every second. It must wear out. Do you know when V-Boot came out? As of today, they have the nature of wearing off. And they have the nature of wearing you. You see how these things weary people? I remember when I was playing for Rangers, they bought cars, they don't have money to fuel it. Some players don't have money to fuel the car. They have to beg you money to fuel car. He bought a car, no money to fuel it. So the car you bought is really troubling your life. When they tie a bus, you have to go and borrow tire at camp. To put it, four tires. When they pay salary, the man will come, he'll start dodging. He said next salary. This one, don't finish. Next one. This is the nature of these things. Some people buy clothes on credit. How come you another like this? When will you pay for this cloth? Because there is a system they adopted. It's a system. What I'm saying, you might think, is only here. Is it in the church? In the church, what I'm talking about is church. Pastors buy suit on credit. They wear shoe on credit. They say, wait. So why won't he come to the pulpit and lie so that you get money and pay? It's a system. It's a system. So they adopted that system and said, "God, move! This is your system at the garden is not working. This is your system is not working." God said, "But that is what sustained everything there. That is what sustained the man. That was what the devil robbed him of, and everything scattered. Why do you want to focus your eyes on the thing that is not what you lost? Why do you run after things that you didn't lose?" And you have never cared to know. What did I lose Lord? Tell me. What was that that man lost at the garden? What was that that you want to restore? That made you to send your son to die? Because once that is restored. May I say something to you. I can guarantee everything will come back on his own accord. That was why Jesus never borrowed. That was why Jesus never begged anybody. That was why Jesus was wearing only what the Father made available for him. He lived on a system. Keeping his life by the law of God. I cannot my own self do nothing. Whatever I hear him say is what I do. I don't add, I don't subtract. I cannot my own self do nothing. Whatever I hear him say is what I do. Look at how the system of the world has scattered us. Scattered our children. You see, little children they wear tights in the church and be showing us their bum bum system. We're talking about system, we're talking about system the system of the world, the rules, and the laws. The rules and the laws. There's something that you can lose when you go that way, and if you lose it, you return back to where you are, you return back to that place again. So, when we understand this, we understand that marriage cannot in anywhere, make you to lose it. When you understand it, that helps you to weigh who to marry. You weigh him or her well. Because you losing, that will make you to lose everything. And you become a slave again. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying, I will say in a better event. Now, the question is this. What did man lose? What is that that man lost? What is that that man lost. God started speaking to me again because I have tested it. It's not as if he's just talking in the air. I have tested it. Now God said, my son, there is no other thing you should look for. If I say this, you discover that all the attack of the devil is against that thing. Just two things. Two. Only two things. One precedes the other. One lays the foundation for the other. Two things. Two things. How I wish we can catch these two and focus on it, that becomes the restoration that you are looking for. Don't look for two things. It is the deception of the devil to make it look less valuable. And he placed these flashy things just like he did Christ in Matthew chapter 4. The Bible said he showed him the beauties of the world and the glory. thereof." I say, if only you will bow down to me, I'll give them to you. But Jesus who understood that that is not the thing. Actually, I came to restore this thing that I lost. And what is the thing? Number one. Number one thing that man lost is relationship. Write it. Relationship. Write it down. Relationship. That was the key thing that man lost at the Garden of Eden. Relationship with God. Relationship. It's not car. It's not money. It's not good job. It's not good wife. It's not beauty. It's not entertainment. God said to me, "What you lost is relationship with me. Don't look for another thing. Look for the restoration of the relationship." Stop looking for any other thing. It looks as if it's not valuable. It looks as if it's not valuable. God says on it, hinge everything. Relationship. That was what we lost at the Garden of Eden. The first man lost relationship. And that relationship is all God has been fighting since to restore back. It's relationship back with man. It's relationship back with man. It's not we'll take it one after the other. The next thing man lost is communion. Communion with God. So the first thing man lost is his relationship with God that precedes communion. Until you have a good relationship with me, we can't commune. I can't commune with you. It the level of relationship you have with me that determines what we talk. If we are not too close, there are certain things I can tell you. If we are not deeply connected, there are certain things I will keep secret. You will know it forever. You will never know it forever. You will never know it forever. Is somebody here? So relationship. What is relationship? The way in which two people or two groups feel about each other and behave towards each other. Long man, dictionary. The way, the way in which two people or two groups feel about each other and behave about each other. God said that is what the loss. The devil knew that if these people will ever have relationship with God, forget about it, forget it. If they can have a deep relationship with God, deep relationship with God, relationship that cannot be broken. Relationship that will be connected forever. He knows that he is finished. He can't do anything. Why would the devil keep struggling to make you sin? It's to break relationship. It's to break relationship. He knows when he breaks relationship, communion stops. Communion stops. And what is communion? God showing you, sharing his heart with you. Sharing his thoughts with you. Revealing his thoughts with you. Because of your relationship with him. Because of your relationship. He shares his thoughts with you. He shares his thoughts with you. The Bible said, at the cool of the day. God will come down and say to Adam. Adam how are you today? Adam how are you today? That was what was provoking the devil. He was so angry. And grievous. He said if I can't stop this. There will be a problem. There will be a problem. Who has offered you car? you fasting for car? Why do you fast for job? Why are you fasting for useless things? Why not lock yourself in and cry for your relationship with God to be restored? Relationship with God. Relationship with God. So, when we discover what we lost, it helps us to know what to look for. You never lost anything. You see everything God promised Adam and Eve? He kept it there. He kept it there. He's only looking for a way to restore them back to it. there. But he cannot exchange relationship with anything. He can't exchange it with prayer. Your prayer can never amount to anything to God. If you don't want to seek for relationship. If you don't want to seek for deep relationship that you lost. If your eyes cannot be open to what you lost. And you are fasting and praying. In the name of Jesus, he said, No, it's not what you lost. It's not what you lost. What you lost is your relationship with me. What you lost is your relationship with me. We break it with small, small lies. We don't care. We thought it's a joke. We are not committed to Him. Not committed to Him. We can break it with girlfriends, we can break relationship with lies. We can break it with jokes. We can break it with all manner. God said, These ones are not serious. They don't know what they're doing. In the first place, they don't even know what brings them to me. Your relationship with God. That is what you lost. That's what you lost. He <laughs> said, What man lost was relationship with God. What God wants to restore is his relationship with man. What the devil destroyed was man's relationship with God. Till date, Unto eternity, he will never want any man to be restored back into this relationship again. Unto eternity, the devil is waging everywhere against you to make sure you will never return to that relationship again. If you think he's trying to stop you from buying cars, it's nonsense. You can buy cars as many you want to buy, no problem. If you think the devil wants to stop you from building a house, don't mind the people who are saying they are stopping them. If you do good work, money will be there. You build house on top of the head of demon. It's because you it don't happen. So if somebody calls you to the church and be telling you drive car, it's deceiving you. That's deception. That will not have been the reason why God will gather all of us. It can't be. It can't be car. No, it can't be. It cannot be car. It can't be house. It's not house or car. Ta-ta-ta. Just take away your house from that. It's not job. People are looking for a job, you come out. They'll be praying. Pour it on your head. Put handkerchief. Blow your head. Hit itself. And ask you to pray. <laughs> because you don't understand. There's something you lost. That the devil wants them to keep your eyes on nonsense. So that you will not go for that one. Anytime you want to go for that one. You say, oh, you have wising up. Let's see how it go, be. Huh? That's when your old girlfriend will appear. That's when even one girl will come and tell you, I love you. You know, I tell you people that when you are committing sin, they might ask you one plus one. You say eh, one plus one. You might be a doctor; they will ask you one plus one. If you are committing sin, you can say eh. Oh, go now going on three. Anybody who is committing sin, they can ask you two plus two. You say two plus two, two plus two. I what they buy Romasa. That is what sin can do in the life of a man. So, what man lost is relationship. You can imagine yourself looking for what you didn't lose. I did not lose this thing. I'm looking for it. You can never get it. You'll be deceived. Even if they give it to you, it's deception. They want to use it to cover you in order for you not to know that something you lost. And God said to me, tell them, what they lost is not those things they are offering them. For their restoration to come, they should know what they lost and seek for what they lost. With all their heart. They should be ready to drop everything. To recover what they lost. For their restoration to come. What man lost was his relationship with God. What God wants to restore is his relationship with man. What the devil wants to destroy is God's relationship with man. Unto eternity. That's what he wants to destroy. Are we saying amen? Are we saying amen? Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. And now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field with the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, had God said, ye shall eat of every tree of the garden. Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden. Verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. Verse 5. For God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was what? What did you understand there? Verses 5 and 6. What did you understand? Betrayal. Betrayal. She betrayed God. She betrayed God. It was at that point she broke the relationship with God. At that point, she broke the relationship with God. If I have a cordial relationship with you, and somebody come and engage you and be telling you, Did I say the same? And you quickly conclude to do what the person. What are you doing? You have betrayed me. me. Have you betrayed me or not? You have betrayed me. You never believe that what I'm saying is correct. You never believe that what I am saying is the right one. You believe that I'm deceiving you all the while. That this person now came to make you better. And that is the way we behave up to tomorrow. And that's why God said, No, you must return to the first relationship. We can't be betrayers of God and be expecting him to restore. Up to today, the devil comes to still engage us, and we still do the one he said somebody who says he's not only one it's one that she did only one broke the whole relationship only one only one god is looking for men who will stand for him and die for him god is not looking for betrayal of trust who they will give ten naira tomorrow he will change and say it's five naira. god is not looking for people who are religious he's looking for men that can trust him men he can trust he can trust them, they can trust him. He can trust them, they can trust him. He can trust them, they can trust him. God is looking for men. He will come with the Bible. Talked about Abraham. The Bible said, concerning Abraham, God said, I will not do this thing I want to do to Sodom without telling him. I need to tell Abraham. He's my friend. I approved him to the extent that I know that even we're not talking about him now. We are talking about his children. He will raise them to serve me. He will make his children to serve me. He said, I have to tell him everything I'm doing. Abraham, I'm about destroying Sodom. I will destroy Sodom. Can you imagine coming to the point where God will tell you what he wants to do to this man? Can you imagine God telling you what he will do to this nation? Communion with God. Communion with God. I am lying, O Lord. I have had thy voice and it told Thy love to me. There is that stanza that said, when I commune with you, He said, Oh, the pure delight of a single hour that before thy throne I spend when I kneel in prayer. And with thee, my God, I commune as friend with friend. I commune with him as friend with friend. Do you commune with God as friend with friend? What is your relationship with God? What is our relationship with God? That is what we lost in Christ, in verse seven of that scripture. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. That's always man; he must look for a way to cover. And look at what happened in eight. And in verse eight of it, look at what happened in verse eight. And they heard the voice of the Lord God. Walking in the garden, in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. They have lost something. they stay hiding. Hiding from your life. Hiding from God's presence that keeps you, that sustains you. Hiding. Can you imagine that? The devil has stolen something from them. Their relationship with God is no more cordial. If you have a deep relationship with somebody, do you hide? If you see the person, how do you come out? You'll be excited and jump on the person. That was what Adam used to do. But when they misbehaved, they hide. And that's what we do. We hide from God's presence, but we're in the church. (laughs) We hide from the relationship with God, but we're serving pastor. We hide from what is the matter. And we are busy moving up and down, showing off. We never care to look for what we lost. We say, let life be like that. And God is asking, did I call you to manage? Is that what I called you? For how long will you manage? Before you know it, 25 years, high blood pressure. If you want to create 30 years, you should be able work nature. He's praying for Papa to eat. Praying for Mama to eat. Praying for brother to eat. Praying for himself to go to school. Praying. Mm-hmm. Little children, they are walking in five places to three other ones. To train other ones. Hallelujah. Now, we saw that what we lost is what? It's relationship. Now, say, unfortunately, man is still in search for restoration without knowing. What he actually lost. Say all the religions, fashion, entertainment, search for good jobs, investment for beauty, unquenchable thirst to marry wealth, because that's what we marry now—wealth. So all of these, he said, which are all the what—the creation of another system, a law or rule—they are all as a result of man's search for restoration, for satisfaction. All these things he see is a search for restoration that will give them satisfaction. Is that what God is saying? Why not you ask yourself, is this all, is this all about being a child of God? Is it all? Do you know, listen now, let me tell you the truth. Many people are in the church, they are frustrated. They are only coming to church, listen, I'm not going to church, in case i haven't any. So my coming to church, I'm you make mistake, I know, the California god So, ordinarily, church has become an organization. It's not for the real purpose why God instituted the church. Why did God institute the church? He wants you to see there is something you lost. It is my job to show you you lost something. Go for that thing you lost. If you get it, there will be restoration. Get what you lost. Your relationship with God, so that your communion with him becomes super. Can you imagine one morning God said, thou shalt do this. It's over. It's over. I we saying Amen. Our inheritance in Christ comes to us when our relationship with Him is being restored and our communion with Him becomes what it should be. Our inheritance returns automatically. You don't need to pray about it. It comes back on its own. It comes back on its own. It's automatic. It comes back on its own. My only problem in this life is when my communion with God drops. My only trouble in this life is not that I don't have money. I have only secret of not breaking my relationship with God. I say, if my communion with God drops, that's a problem. My heart got broken. If anything makes me angry, or if anything makes me to move away, or if anything makes me to feel that, ah, God is not with you again. Ah, I say, God, I am finished. I'm ready to even beg you. Even if you are the one looking for trouble. But once I search my heart and discover he's there, I'm at rest. Very much at rest. I know that everything will work. No, I am confident that everything will do what? Work. It must work. You have no choice. So, it's our relationship with Christ. Our relationship with God. Through Jesus Christ, that makes all the difference. That's what makes all the difference. Your relationship with. Your relationship with God. If you look at the man Abraham, you see how God worked with Abraham. Abraham wasn't looking for a cow. He wasn't looking for goat. He wasn't looking for anything. They are all there for him. The Bible said, and God knowing that through Abraham, the families of the earth will bless. Can you imagine such blessing? That God is saying that through a man, the families of the earth blessed. bless. The day I saw it, I said, God, I need this kind. I want to be Abraham <laughs> and already I'm the son of Abraham. So I want to be the one that through me the families of the earth bless. Not looking for blessing. I'm be getting angry. Not looking for blessing. Do you know the day I capture the scripture? Hush, I don't come to church. You say I'm blessed. It's not necessary. You don't tell me I'm blessed. I know that I'm blessed. I know. So you're telling me you're blessed. No, that's stories. You don't tell children of God you are blessed. If they understand what they are saying, they know they are blessed. We're supposed to be blessing the world. We should tell the world you are blessed. We bless you. Because they are not blessed. But for a child of God who understood what I'm saying, you are blessed already. You carry the blessing of people. You're walking around with their blessing. If you don't release it, they will not be blessed. If you don't release it, they will not be blessed. I know there are many families here. Every time day I'm crying, I say, God, let me not die, home, and these people will not be blessed. I know. There are families that need to be blessed by seeing me alone. When they see me, they are blessed. I know that. So what are you looking for blessing for? Look for what you lost. It's not blessing that you are looking for. What you lost is relationship that will restore you back to where your father has designed for you. What you lose is communion? Anything that'll make your communion not to hide, leave that in. That's why the devil can bring fight between you and your wife. The devil can do everything and make you to fight with people. The devil can do everything and make sure that he scatter you. All he's looking for is relationship. Whatever that'll make you and God to be all right. That's all he's looking for. He will do everything within his reach to make you commit one sin or the other. Girl, girl, don't you like this one? You know this one already is his slave. Anything he say, agree. If you want to carry you throughout the night, no problem. Don't argue. Oh yeah, move. You'll be surprised how guests are giving themselves free of charge. without price. With no price. Oh, you could go to spa. for just what he's looking for is one thing. What is that? Check. Anytime anybody tells you that his relationship with God breaks and they can see kneel down and pray well, there the person, his own level of hypocrisy has gone beyond every, that is, anyway. watch any time your relationship with God, bam, the next thing is that you'll be weak. Both in prayer, you'll be weak in studying the Bible, you'll be weak in everything. You can only be to stay carry a microphone and come here and say hallelujah. But you know that your relationship with God already has a problem. You're no more flowing again. Is there anybody who can testify to this? So all that we lost is our relationship. What Jesus came to restore is that relationship. And what the devil is still fighting is that relationship. So if you keep pursuing useless things, that is the cheapest way for him to catch up with you. That's why if you are a contractor, if you go there before you know, I'll take it. if you put only 50, it's when you put like 500,000 or just fifty. until we are ready to say no to millions of jobs. Until we are ready to say no to anything that will entangle us. For we will lose our relationship with God, Until we are ready to cut off from any relationship that we are sensing that is capable of eluding our relationship with Christ. Until we are sensitive to say no to that friend that we know is capable of making our relationship with God to do what? To sour. Then we cannot be there. What I'm teaching you today is what makes a child of God what he should be. If we can't be bold to look at somebody's face and say, no, I'll not do it, no matter who it is, then we'll be a prey of the devil. If we can't look at a girl and you know she desires you, she has been approaching you, you can't say to her, stop that nonsense you're doing. I don't want it. Get out. I'm not that kind of person. Then you're not there. If you can't be able to tell the man that is sending you money and your husband don't know, stop sending. If you send money again, I will carry it, me and my husband will come to your house. You tell me what you are sending money to me. Then you are not ready for what we are talking about. The world has become so bad. Because their father knows. The only way to cut these people is to make their relationship with God to be cut off. If life can still come out of your mouth. Then something is wrong with your life. If you can still cheat. Even if it is remaining one hour for you to die. There is no food. You can still cheat. It is the devil. He's doing it in order for your relationship with God to be cut off. So today, we want to start by saying, is there any area of your life you have seen? You are in school, you are beginning to cheat. He said, that one is normal thing everybody is doing. Why they are doing it is because they are not children of God. If you do it normal like them, then you are part of them. What the devil is pursuing? Your relationship with God. You can't be a liar and have a good relationship with God. You can't be a cheat and have a good relationship with God. You can't be working for people and be adding money, adding square meters. They can ask square meters. Huh? I say, what kind of nonsense it is? There's no way they are not doing what you They can ask square meters. If it's 200 square meters, they say it's 250. They collect the money for 50. You can't climb down to go and measure. So you see the world we are into is a system that God can never restore it into them. If you are thinking that God is about restoring things, it's a lie. It's mercy, we'll be showing them. Only mercy. But for us, children of God, there is a restoration. A complete restoration. See, they say there's coronavirus. God will restore peace to us. For our sake, He will restore peace. Simple. So that our stay here on earth will not be useless. So for our sake, we can pray and send restoration. God will restore. They will fear us. Are we saying Amen? So today, which area are you struggling with your relationship with God? Is it in your business? Is it in your school? There are little, little ones you're doing. Is it in your workplace? Where is the area? Is it in your relationship with people? There are people who have valued their relationship with people more than God. And God is saying that relationship has to break. Even your wife. Your relationship with God should supersede that of you and her. It is God first before her. It is God first before him. God first before him. God first before her. Don't you see Job? The wife say, curse God and die. He say, look at this foolish woman. Will you only receive good things from God? Now that you have temptation, you say I should curse God. I won't curse him. If you want to go, do what? Go. I'm staying with God. They are the people God is looking for. Did God restore or not? He restored. He stood. God said, that is my own. Restore. And God restore. Restore. What is that you said you've lost? God said to me, at this point, everything we lost can be restored. I mean the dead can come back. I mean your health can be restored. I mean your can be restored. Anything you can think of. Let your relationship with God be the paramount what you are chasing. Make it priority in your life. That you are ready to say even to your father, when it comes to what I'm saying, you can tell your father quietly, but very strong and bold inside. You know this is not what the Lord said. If he asks you to leave the house, leave. What will God do? He will restore Sure, I can tell you, you can restore. I have proved God. I have tested him in what we are saying. Our relationship with God, I have tested him. I mean tested him when it was tough. We say, let's test him. We'll stand. Lord, anything that will happen, let it happen. No problem. And what did he do? He restored. He showed us that it's God. So our relationship is what we are pursuing. We are not pursuing thing. I'm not pursuing car. I'm not pursuing gold. I'm not pursuing silver. It's my relationship with God. That's what made me to tell girlfriend I don't want again. I saw my relationship with God wasn't going well. When I was an unbeliever, and I gave my life to Christ, I said, no, I can't go like this. Bye bye. She cried and rolled on the ground. I said, this is not cry matter. We are talking about relationship with God. But today we stay in the church and see somebody. Church, some pastors, their relationship with God, they preach every Sunday. So today, God is asking you, your relationship with God, how is it? How is it? Have you been playing with it? Do you let anything go? Do you say it doesn't matter? Is there little, little gains you are beginning to make? And because of that, you say, I must be there. I must be doing like that. Can you talk to yourself now and begin to talk to God? The first thing God wants us to do today is to return back to our relationship. Can we pray? If you want to kneel down, if you want to lie down, anyhow, check yourself. Make today, that is the first day of the meeting, the day of a decision. Say, Lord, this is how it has been. You have been angry. You have prayed for many years. But you have not known the reason why it's happening the way it's happening. Can you say, Lord, my relationship with you has not been right. Somebody said, after all, it's my brother's money. That's why you should steal from him. Did he give it to you? And you pray today and say, Lord, where it's my son's money? If I want to use it, I'll call him my son. Can I use this money? Because I don't want to break my relationship with God. Your relationship with God is what we are talking about. You must say, Lord, today, are you dating? He said, it doesn't mean anything. What is dating? Dating is not just dating. It doesn't mean anything. And you know what you are chatting with the lady is wrong. You know what you say with her is not right. You know it in your heart. You are deceiving yourself. Your relationship with God is not in order. Can you pray today and say, Lord, this relationship with you must be restored. That's the first thing God wants to restore today. The first thing He wants to restore is our relationship with Him first. Your relationship with Him first. That is what you lost. That is what I lost. We chasing another thing. It's chasing shadow. It chasing the wind. How has it been? Your relationship. are you playing with it? The last job you did, did you add money? The girl that stays with you, that you are telling some people they are your sister, are they truly your sister? What do you use your phone to chat? What kind of films do you watch? Are they raising up monsters in you? Is your hand stealing? Is your hand stealing? How do you want to be restored? When your relationship with God is in error. How do you relate with your husband? How do you relate with your wife? How do you relate with them? How do we relate to our children? God said, concerning Abraham, I know him. I won't hide anything from him. He will even raise his children for me. That is what we lost. What are you praying for? Are you praying for the next car, The next house you build? The next job you get? Have you forgotten that if anything happened to a man, if his relationship with God is not in order, that person is in order. He's on his own. Is some of us becoming a chest of darkness and are beginning to introduce people, in the kind of drugs they can use to do abortion. Huh? can you pray today and say, Lord, please have mercy on me? I need a restoration. I have seen where I am failing. I have seen where I need restoration first. I don't first need restoration of car and houses and money. The first restoration is my relationship with you. I don't want you to have a debt. Is somebody pain? Is somebody shaking his heart? Do you know that disobedient can cut your relationship with God off? Disobedient, it can cut your relationship with God off. Are you becoming disobedient to God? If he tell you his word, you will argue with it. Are you arguing with God? Are you becoming children of disobedient, Who are resisting God? Restoration shall never come. Who are saying no restoration? God, God wants to restore the family, but you are the one that is disobedient to what God said. How will restoration come there? God wants to restore the business. You said no, Lord, leave me alone. I must do it like this. How will He restore it? God wants to restore that life, and He said, No, leave it. I know how to manage it better. I will follow the system of God. The rules they set for me. You can't follow that system and get restoration. There is a system that God established in Eden. There is a rule that God set up in Eden. No man can change it. We must only return back to the rule. We can only return back to the system. We can't follow the system of the world and be praying for restoration. We have seen what is happening in our churches. They have brought the system of the world back to the church and they are talking about restoration. How will restoration come? Restoration from Christ can never come on a wrong system, on a wrong rules and laws. Help us, Lord. We cry for your help today. We cry for your help today. Lord, please, you must help us this first day. With all of our heart, we return it you might be in relationship without knowing. You might use your tongue deceiving people without knowing can you pray and say, Lord, that's my be? Relationship is what I need. Why you the church is for our relationship with you to be restored? Why you raise pastors is for them to stand and bring back relationship so that the communion will become what it should be and for you to restore everything back again to us. Lord, please help us today. Help us today. Today is the first day of this meeting. Help us. We cry for your help, Lord. We cry for your help, Lord.
0: I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, Connecting to God's Help, every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus, every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our Life Transforming Seminars for All in sports Circle. At E23, C2C Plaza, Fucky Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T Sports, Twitter at Savior Total, WhatsApp number 090 Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Bible level, introduce to you God's word, his simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, particular following. God bless you as you listen.
1: Ephesians chapter 1, verses 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints are. We are going to pray with that scripture, asking God to open our eyes to see him, Jesus, and to hear from him. Cause me to see Jesus. Cause me to encounter him by his word. Let there be no covering at this time. Whatsoever will stand to cover my eyes from seeing him, Lord, please take it away. Let my inner eyes be open. Help me to behold the man of Calvary. Let my ears be open. Help me to hear him speaking to me expressly. Let my heart concur with the truth that is in Christ alone. Blessed be God. I give you all the glory in the precious name of Jesus Christ. We started discussing on the kingdom way. God's kingdom way to restoration. And we'll first say that we can't talk about restoration without knowing that something has been lost. You can't talk about restoration without first accepting that there is something that was lost. Before we talk about restoration, the first thing we must know and settle in our heart is that something was lost. If you don't know that something has been lost, you cannot talk about restoration of what that has been lost. And again, if you don't know that something has been lost, you can't define exactly what was lost before you even engage in research. Your search might be forever. Or you might get the wrong things without getting the actual thing that was lost. And that's why God started speaking to us from yesterday. And God said, first, let's talk about what was lost. So that when we begin to search, our search will not be forever. Every man created is in search of something. It's in search of something. Every man created here on earth is in search of something. And it's important that we understand very well. If we don't understand it, we discover, we start searching without defining what we are searching for. And our search will be forever. That is why we have seen so many people are getting it wrong. And we are trusting the Lord. He will help us not to get it wrong this time. In the precious name of Jesus. Now say the second thing that man lost is communion with God. Communion with God. Can somebody say communion with God? That is the second thing that man lost. Man lost his communion with God. Immediately man lost relationship he lost communion. And these are the two major kills. That God wants from man. That's the reason why he created man. He created him. To have communion with him. To have relationship with him. Continuous communion. As he shares his thoughts with man. Then man will know. What his plans and purpose is. Without struggle. Without fight. Things will just be working on his own accord. I we saying amen. Now communion means the state of sharing or exchanging thoughts and feelings. So God actually wants to share thoughts with man. So exchange his feelings, how he feels. He wants to exchange his feelings. This is how I feel. This is my thought concerning this thing. What are you saying? But first he said, there must be a relationship. A strong relationship. In order to effect this communion. This communion with me. Hallelujah. Now note. It is relationship that precedes communion. If you don't forsake to have a functional relationship with the one. You want to share or exchange thoughts and feelings with. What becomes of you. What becomes of you. Proverbs chapter 15 verses 8. Proverbs 15 verse 8. That's why you hear God saying. The prayer of a sinner is an abomination unto me what does it mean it simply means in other words the communion of a sinner is what is not acceptable by me the communion of the man who don't have a good relationship with me is not acceptable that's the meaning that anyone who wants to have an acceptable communion with me he first establish a strong relationship with me so that his communion will not be suffering Prayer can be suffering and fasting can be suffering in these guys. When there's no good relationship with God, if you want to commune with him, you can only commune with your friend. You can only commune well with somebody that you are in good relationship with. And two of you be flowing. Have you not seen husband and wife? They are not working together. Because their relationship is not another. So the communion, there's always friction. There's always disagreement. They don't agree at all. The man be talking from this angle. The woman we talking from the argo. They can never share thought. They can't understand each other. Because there's something somewhere that is wrong with the relationship. There's something somewhere that's wrong with the relationship. Can somebody understand what I'm saying? Is somebody still in this meeting with me? The sacrifice of the wicked is what an abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is delight. So even the sacrifice, all the offerings, all these things that you say you're doing for the Lord in the church, all the service you claim that you're serving in the church, in all capacity, whether as a deacon, as a pastor, as a bishop, as far as God is concerned, it is first of all relationship with him that will make that acceptable because it's communion with God. It's communion with God. You want to commune with God in that level, in that state. So that's why I keep telling people, and many of my pastor friends, they don't understand me, they recruit unbelievers who are not saved to be singing. They recruit them to be playing keyboards. They forgot that the gift and the callings of God is without repentance. The gift and the callings of God is without repentance. Somebody can prophesy. It's a gift. It doesn't mean that he has a relationship with God. Come on, understand the sins. Understand the sins. Somebody can prophesy. That does not mean he has a good relationship with God. It is relationship that precedes communion if you don't forsake to have a functional relationship with the one you want to share and exchange thoughts and feelings with, then you won't get it. Proverbs 28 verse 9, he that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayers, abomination, relationship, when the ears of the people turn away from him to hear him, even when they pray, it's not accepted. Their offering is not accepted. Their sacrifice of service is not accepted. Because what God is seeking for, they have lost it. It is false relationship before communion of any kind. Before communion of any kind, I will say amen. So, relationship and communion are not same. It is false and unbroken relationship that seals an unbroken, continual and deep communion with God. False unbroken relationship with God then you talk about unbroken communion with God unbroken communion with God so what we have today they recruit men to play keyboard to sing clean clear words. they never labored over them to make them have relationship that is cordial and strong with Christ so they look for their gifts to use it not knowing at the end the Lord will push them away and said, ye workers of iniquity I know ye not. That's why I say here I will not use you because you know how to break the board when your life is not in order. Keep your gift and go. If you don't want to stay for so we to build you up. That would be cheating. I'm not devil that deceives people. I'm not the devil I doesn't deceive people. I won't need your money. If your life is not correct, your money is not dead Don't drop one naira here. If your life is not correct, your money is not needed too. If we collect it and be calling you, brother, and give you elder or deacon, we are killing you. We are killing you. We are wicked. We have connived with the devil to send you to hell. We should make you sit down there. Whether you're a doctor, or a lawyer, because I want to help you, I want to be restored first to what you have lost. So that your communion with God will become what it should be. Can somebody say a better amen? Now look at this very quick. The possibility of restoring is first in knowing what we lost. So the possibility of any restoration begins with first knowing what you lost. Number two, reaching out for that we lost. With strong quest, deep tests, all our strength. Power and focus for the restoration of that which we lost. So it begins with first knowing. It begins with first what? Knowing what I lost. With all my quest. With all my strength. With all my power. With everything I have. Including my money. Some of us don't have Bible. Some of us our Bible has turned into pieces. And we are talking about relationships. Some of us, we can't even invest in books for a year. A whole year will pass. I invest my money there because there's something I'm looking for. There's something I'm looking for. And tomorrow they'll tell you, let's pray for restoration. In Jesus' name, restoration, restoration. You can't intimidate God with prophecy. It's the prophecy himself. Who is the prophecy? God. Is somebody saying, Amen? So we say, after you know, the next one is search with all your strength, everything you have to restore that which you have lost. With all focus on that which you have lost, the third one is refusing to be distracted by any other thing or man. As the devil will want to offer again, even his to manner or nature. He will also come again to offer you all those rubbish. He won't come tomorrow and say, Forget about this thing. He say, This deal that I've already arranged the way to work. Are you telling me I will not hit the deal? God, wait. If I finish hitting the deal, I can listen to what he's saying. But if you can decide today, I catch the picture. This is one thing to live on. Only one thing. Once you get this in place, communion is restored. You hear God talk to you, God will touch you and say, Oh, boy shake me you've got it come on let's walk now you see it this one is not as if god you know you say god is in heaven god is very close to you more than this person the only problem is this thing we are discussing in our know, times if i tell people god walked in and said this to me they are looking at me god walked in and said this thing to you <laughs> they imagine imagining how did it happen god walked in God walked into you? Ah, this man has started. <laughs> they won't understand. But the Bible said concerning Adam, it said in the cool of the day, God do what? God comes and said to Adam, how are you today? The cool of the day. And that is what he wants to restore. He, the same God he has not changed. You can imagine when the whole church, the children of God, all of us are like that. No pastor will do any game with us again. Don't you see their game went? If you did, God they talk to you. Only what we will do is to come together and fellowship. Brother will say what God told him. Brother will say what God told him. Sister will say what God told him. Pastor will say, ah, this is what God said. It is true. All our spirit is saying one, ten. Let us pray. So this is what we need to catch. This is what we need to catch. Let us study this as we begin to round up. Now, we study a man called Abraham. Genesis chapter 18, verses 17 to 33. Okay, can you go back a little to 16? This was when God wanted to destroy Sodom. God wants to destroy Sodom. And he knows his God. It's only him that knows what he wants to do. He kept it in his heart. But he came to a point, he said, no, I can't hide this from this man. Can you imagine when almighty God said he can't hide what in his heart for somebody. I can't hide what I want to do for this man. I have to tell him. Ha! Huh? La palata pranitos. Look at 16. And the man rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom. Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. 17. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham That thing which I do. Verses 18. Saying that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him. That he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the law. To do justice and judgment. That the Lord may bring upon Abraham. That which he has spoken of him. 20, and the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their stain is very grievous, 21, I will go down now and see whether they have done all together according to the cry of it, which is come unto me, and if not, I will know. And the men turned their face from things and went towards Sodom, But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And listen, please pay attention to what happened here. And Abraham drew near and said, Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Who was he talking to? We are talking about communion. A man who had what? A relationship with God. The Bible says he drew near to God. And said, let's talk. (laughs) Will you destroy the wicked with the word Righteous. 24, Peradventure there be 50 righteous within the city. Will thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner. To slay the righteous with the wicked. And that the righteous should be as the wicked. He said, that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Look at the man talking to God. Now, I wanted to see that all the while he was talking, God was standing at center. Do you know if you talk to president or governor like that, he will tell you who are you. Is it because I came to tell you what I want to do? From today, you will not hear anything from me. But the almighty God stood and Abraham was talking. 26. <laughs> and the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. We are talking about a man. One man. Only one man. One man. Do you know as of that time the whole Sodom never knew what was about happening to them. Their life was tied to one man. You don't understand what I'm telling you. If the church has left nonsense they are, and start saying what has content, you would have seen the church being great. One million of us will start and be praying. Nothing will happen. But one man who have relationship with God. He stood God and said, Let's talk. Don't move. O. Let me finish. And God was answering him. God wasn't arrogant. God didn't say, Get out. God stood. He respects relationship. He respects relationship. It is relationship that gives you power to commune with Him. It gives you power to commune with Him every day. There is no time. If you wake in the morning, you can tell him, stand, let's talk. He will say, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. 27. Immediately the man digressed. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. He still recognizes who he is to so God, but there's something that made him to stand there. There is a relationship. Not because of who he is, please. Not because of who he is. He knows he does. He can't stand the almighty God. No one can stand. But there is something that is key. That keeps him to stand for any man. Relationship. Relationship. It's not a lantern in the church. It's not bringing all the people that are singing to make us feel happy. I don't need to make anybody feel happy here. I will tell you the truth when you grab it, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. Peradventure, there shall lack five of the 50 righteous without destroying all the city for the lack of five. And he said, If I find there 40 and five, I will not destroy it. Look at what he said again. He stood in 29 and he speak unto him yet again and said, pre-adventure. There shall be 40 found there. And he said, I will not do it for 40's sake. He went ahead. Let's go on. Thirty. And he said unto him, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. Let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak. But adventure there shall 30 be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty. Do you know this is a negotiation on people's heads? A negotiation on people's head. That's what we are talking about. People who don't know that if this man just withdraw himself, God will say, "Close the paper." In negotiation, why did God raise the body of Christ? Why did Jesus die for us? It's for we to preserve the world. We are the ones to stand in the gap for the world, but the world are perishing. What we did again is to join to be perishing them. To join to be perishing them. Can we go on? It didn't end there. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. But there shall be 20 found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 20 sake. (laughs) Abraham stood in a gap, they won't die. Sodom will not be destroyed. Sodom will not be destroyed. Let me use what I have to deliver them. I have a relationship with you. So, I can commune with you to any level. I know you will not be angry. Can we stop all this gri 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 prayer and get certain things in place first? Let's pursue relationship and make sure it's perfectly in place so that if we are talking, it will be like this. This is the kind of communion God wants. This is the communion that God wants. This is the communion that God wants. It's not prayer and you won't hear God, God won't hear you. A whole year will pass, you won't hear God, God won't hear you. Yet, they still engage you into another one. If I pray, pray, God didn't hear me, I need to know what happened. I need to know what happened. God is not wicked. He said he's the ever-present help in time of need. You have prayed 21 days, 30 days, he has not heard, something is wrong. Withdraw yourself to him and ask him. He'll be merciful to show you. If actually you go to him like the deer that pants for the water brooks. If actually you go to him with the right motive. Seek it for relationship. Because there is no other thing that would be wrong. That would have made God not to hear you. And what did he say finally? 32. And he said. Oh let not the Lord be angry. I will speak yet but this once. Redventure 10 shall be found there. And he said. I will not destroy it for 10 sake. Why Sodom was destroyed was because. Even 10 cannot be found. Even Abraham got tired. He said, God, go ahead. And as soon as he turned, God said, it's over. Angels, put the place on fire. Do you know it's not God that determined what happened in Sodom? It was Abraham that said, go ahead. It wasn't God. Abraham said, you mean that these people don't have only 10? Only 10? Only 10 righteous? Then go ahead. I can't say another thing. If he had pressed on. Maybe God would have said. So when it comes to relationship, God cannot back himself to a man whose relationship with him is super cordial. He can never. He can never turn his back. That man becomes the one that will determine what happened to others. If the man says, go ahead, he's going there. If the man says, leave them, he will leave them. Why do you think that Jesus Christ's blood speaks so thick? Because of his relationship with his father. His blood speaks so thick that even when he wants to destroy the world, he said, No, they shed blood. You can't do that. Wait, leave them. Leave them. Listen, if not for Christ, God would have folded the world sins. He'll fold the whole thing and push it aside. The level of atrocity in the world has passed the ones that made him to destroy that place. The Bible talked about Sodom. He said, because of homosexual, that was the sin. The sin today is it not bigger? Bigger, far bigger. We're not talking about homosexual again. Men are turning themselves to become women. They are telling God, you didn't create us well. They have stood before God and said, you don't know what you're doing. You're not a good designer. There's nothing they have not said before God. The only thing keeping this world is Christ. If not for Jesus, he would have just said, roll them like rock. rug. Pull them out. He's able to create another world. So it's important that we understand this. It's important that we understand this. Now, I want to say to us, please, 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 catch this. Can somebody take us some time and pray? Can you check your relationship with God? Can you just check your innermost being? Listen, if we cannot get it right, these three days, hi, ah, you have just decided to stay at this point. Can you check your life well, Every area of your life, your dealings with people, your dealings with over your dealings with money, your dealings in your workplace, your dealings, anything you're doing in this life, can you check yourself as if there's any area that is choking your relationship with God? Can you begin to say, God, I know that this area, that area, have been choking my relationship with you. No matter the gain I am making there, I will drop it Can you check your life very well? Whether you are in school, Whether you are in anything, you're a married woman, you're a married man, you're in business, you're in academics, you're in anything, any office, you're a footballer, you're a coach, you do any work, can you go inside yourself and begin to check your relationship? How has it been? It might be that it has not been well for many, many years back and you are still managing it up to today. Thinking that it is well, but God is saying no. Even if you are married. And the marriage you know. You didn't start it well. You must say God please. This marriage did not start well. But I just covered it. But now I have to make amendments. I return back to you Lord. Please. I want to make amendments. Listen. Don't cover anything. No? You must look at your life very deep. Look at your life very very well and check is it anger that has made your relationship with god not to be what it should be is it stealing that has made your relationship with god not to be what it should be what is that that has made your relationship with god not to be what it should be you must check yourself very well today and say lord from today i make amendments i make amendments i say to people at times might get into marriage and marriage that you get into when you get into it, you know you didn't get into it properly well but because you are married now and you are now beginning to have children you thought all is well you must go back there and say Lord I did not get it well from that time, even if it looks as if everything is covered now Lord I am asking you have mercy on me, restore restore you must shake your life well you must stress where you got it wrong. Your relationship with opposite opposites, your relationship with people out there, is there anybody you have cheated? Is there anybody you are still planning to cheat? Begin to make amends. Take your life. Take how you have spent your life all the years. Say, Lord, I come back to you. I have discovered what I've lost. It is a relationship with God. Religion cannot replace relationship. The only thing that can bring relationship back is repentance. Repentance, repentance, repentance. And that is the gospel they have removed from the church. That is the gospel they have removed from the church. But they don't know the grace that is in that gospel. The gospel of repentance. Only repentance can bring restoration. Can you trace your life? Are you beginning to empty people because there are certain things they have you don't have? Are you beginning to fight with people? Are you beginning to quarrel with people? Are you bitter against your husband? Because one time or the other he cheated you. Is there anybody who has offended you that you have said forever? I can never forgive this person. It can hinder your relationship with God. Those things can be a hindrance. Are you an enemy of Christ? Are you beginning to preach what is negative? It's not the gospel of Christ. Jesus said you should return. You must ask God to forgive you today. Restoration can only come when we say, Lord, we have discovered what we have lost. We have discovered what we have lost. It is relationship and communion with God unbroken communion, unbroken relationship, that nothing can stand between we and our Father in heaven. Nothing can stand between we and our Father in heaven. Nobody can stand between we and our Father in heaven. No father, no mother, no brother, no sister, no man, no business, no money, no car, no land. Nothing can stand between we and our relationship with Anywhere you got it wrong, ask God. Help me today. I need to get it right. I say to you, if you impregnate a woman before you marry her, you got it wrong. Say, Lord, forgive me. I got it wrong then. That you are still moving does not mean you got it right. No. Say, Lord, I got it wrong. Have mercy on me. Change your life. What do you offer your children? Say, Lord, I got it wrong. I will not offer them that thing I used to offer them. I will bring them to Christ. The Bible says concerning Abraham, God knows that he will make his entire family to serve the Lord. Are you looking at your children they are becoming wayward? Say, Lord, I will not go that direction again. I will confront them with the truth where I have heard that made them to be behaving like that. I will tell them I'm sorry, but let us return to the Lord. Let all of us return to the Lord. I have heard I will not be the one that you look at and go the wrong direction. I return to you, Jesus, today. I tell you, when we get it right, there will be restoration of everything. There will be a complete restoration of whatever you think you have lost. When David went and slept with Beshaba, the Bible recorded God even when he was praying. And said, let the child live. God said, no. The child will bring trouble to me. It will make the hidden to mock my name. And God slay the child. Is slay the child. There is no tide that you got the wrong direction, that God will not slay. That God will not slay. If it is money that is the tide, God will slay that tide. If it is money or business you are into, God will slay it. Whatever you go through the wrong way, God will slay it. In order for the hidden not to mock his name. Is it phone that is that child? God is saying, let me slay it. Take it off your life. What is that thing? Take it off your life. Take it off your life. Ask God over that girl. Take her out of your life. Don't get yourself deceived that you marry her. Or you marry you. Take her out of your life. Take her out of your life. Take him out of your life. God is speaking to you today. If it is still in, say Lord today. I have seen what I have lost. I have seen what the devil is fighting every day. That God will not restore back. And I tell you, God is ready to restore. If only you will repent. If only you will say, Lord, here I am. I repent today. I repent today. God so say the Lord, if you will repent, I will restore if you repent i will restore if you repent annually i will restore you must ask god to forgive you you must ask god to forgive you you must say lord let the blood of jesus wash me i am wrong i can't justify myself by myself father let your blood speak today let the blood of your son jesus speak let the blood of your son jesus speak Every life you already know, please show mercy today. All the people who have repented, please show mercy today. Show mercy today. Let your blood flow. Let mercy come. Let restoration restoration come. come. Let mercy come. Let restoration come. Let mercy come. Let restoration come. We give praise to you. We celebrate you from our heart. We rejoice for what you have done again. We know that you have not finished with us. We know by tomorrow you will do greater work. We thank you. We give praise to you. Forever you are done. In Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed.
0: I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our open heaven meeting, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our Live Transforming Seminars for All in Sports Circle at Suze E23, C2C Plaza, Pockety Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny, Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T-Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 90 330 Email. Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.